Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Well, it's Thursday, and if it's Thursday, it's Guided Spirit Conversations Day. Due to a last-minute um, cancellation due to illness, I am stepping in as my own guest. So it's going to be something new. And as this is a live show and it's a call-in show, I would welcome your phone calls and your questions. And the number to call is 888-346-9141. Again, 888-346-9141. So before we begin, I just wanted to share a couple of things that are going on that you can look for. On my Facebook page, on my all my social media, we are doing a raffle. The Global Consciousness Development Circle, which is an online educational platform, is getting ready to launch. And in honor of its launching, we have decided, Mike Cavalli and myself, my co-founder, to do some raffles. To support the GCDC. So one day, um, there's a one prize a week for the next 12 weeks and look for the raffle, the raffle page where you can click in and purchase raffle tickets. It's everything from products to sessions and we're going to mix it up so you don't know what's going to come from week to week. So you have to check us out. So please stay, uh, pay attention and, and look for the raffle. In addition, um, I am going to be offering a 30-day meditation challenge. So we'll have 30 different meditations in 30 days, which will either help you kickstart a meditation practice or to deepen the practice that you have. What's great about meditation is not only do you feel wonderful and relaxed and refreshed and rejuvenated coming out of meditation, you also feel grounded and you're able to get some amazing information from your guides, your ancestors, your angels, whomever comes to see your guardian angel. Um, and when you set an intention before your meditation, you can bring them into the meditation and request response from them. So I will be taking you on that 30-day journey starting April 1st. Again, please pay attention as um, we are sending out promotions for it. And we're offering a discounted rate for pre-launch rate uh, for the meditation. So if you want all 30 meditations, you can pre-purchase them and know that you're going to get every single one of these amazing journeys. Okay, so my topic today is the power of choice. And the power of choice is really an important topic for me because we do so many things unconsciously. We do so many things without even paying attention to them. Yet, some of the things that we choose to do are really important for our well-being. So I'm going to start off. I want to read this parable to you. I really like it. And it really is a great statement. So here goes. An old Cherokee Indian chief is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a fight between two wolves. One is evil. He is angry, envious, sorrowful, regretful, greedy, arrogant. He has self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority complex, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joyful, peaceful, hopeful, serene, humble, kind, benevolent, empathetic, generous, truthful, compassionate, and loving, and has loving awareness. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person in the world. The grandson thought about this for a minute and then asked his grandfather, Which wolf will win? To which the old man simply replied, the one you feed. So, you know, I love this 
parable because we feed what's going on inside of us by our choices. And so if you're dealing with any of the the evil, the inferiority, the greedy, the guilt, the self-pity, you know, those, those emotions. Well, you'll bring, you know, you hear me talk about this all the time. You bring to you what you put out. So the, you know, the vibration you stay at is a vibration you'll receive. So the vibration you stay at is the vibration you'll receive. So when you're vibing low, and that is being in shame and fear and guilt and, you know, false pride and ego, well, you, you, things will match up to you down there. When you choose to be in joy, open, openly receptive, truthful, compassionate, empathetic, benevolent, well, things will match with you up there. And I know you've heard me talk about this over and over again because um, – it's really an important um, to pay something to pay attention to. So, first of all, let's talk about what is the power of choice. What is choice? So, the lexicon definition of choice is the right or ability to, to make or possibility of making such a selection as I had to do it. Or I'm sorry, between the choice of good and evil, which do you choose? So I, the parable, you have one or the other, right? One seemed dark and, and perceived negative, and the other one seemed bright and light and cherry. Which one do you choose? So that's the act of selecting. Uh, the right or ability to make or possibly making a selection. So, you know, I had to do it or I had no choice, which isn't true because I'm going to say we always have choice. Um, a range of possibilities from which one or more may be selected. You can have a sofa-made to order in a choice of over 40 fabrics. So then you have 40 fabrics to choose from. You know, you touch, you see, you feel what looks good, what feels good. Those are choices. And then, of course, a choice of action, thing, or person that is selected or decided upon. So which CD drive is best for your computer? So those are some of the definitions of, of choice and what we have, what we're able to do for ourselves um, in terms of choosing. Now, we, we're all making consistent decisions all the time. Most of them are unconscious or subconscious. A lot of them are by habit. And so how do you make your choices? What do you do to consider your choices? You know, as John C. Maxwell self, life is a matter of choices and every choice you make makes you. That's a powerful statement, isn't it? Because it does. Not only does it make you, it affects the people around you, which could be your family, work environment, um, even strangers. And, you know, your choices can really affect people in amazing ways. People who decide to drive impaired and get into an accident and damage somebody permanently, making them a paraplegic or breaking their arm, or which might not be permanent, but it might have permanent repercussions. It's a choice you've made, right, to, dr- to drive impaired. And this is the result of it. This affects somebody else that doesn't belong to your family, that isn't part of your sphere of influence. So this is just another example. And what I found fascinating is that researchers at Cornell University estimate that we make, okay, are you ready for this? Believe it or not, 226.7 decisions each day on food alone. Can you imagine that you really spend that much time thinking about what you're going to eat, what you want to eat, what you should eat? (laughs) You know, do you want to, you know, you pay that much attention to, um, You know, do I want chocolate? Do I want vanilla? Do I want salad? Do I want something deep fried? But 226, when you think about 24 hours and that many decisions, those are a lot of decisions just on food alone. And it is estimated that we make, as adults, over 35,000 
decisions each and every day. That is exhausting when you think about it, isn't it? Those are a lot of decisions, 35,000. And I just found it just fascinating. And they, you know, they do have, some have consequences, some doesn't. They Some don't have consequences, excuse my bad English. Um, so how many of these decisions do you think are unconscious? I would say most of them, right? And how many decisions do you, if we have 35,000, how many decisions do you think we make in a, week, a day, an hour, a month, a year? It's a lot. There's a lot that goes. And it's no wonder many people deal with decision overload. And there's ways, I'm going to talk about ways, you know, dis- ways to analyze decision-making, which is choices, um, and areas of your life you might want to really focus on to, to look at the choices that you're making. You know, it's, it's a wonder. There are many people who will remember this, that back in the 60s and 70s, and I believe even the 80s, that before, you know, cable came in, before the internet, that we really only had like four or five TV channels. So you would just surf between the channels, but there were only a few. You had few decisions to make about what you're going to watch that night. Today, you have over 1,000 decisions between all the cable stations and the streaming stations and the channels and the TV channels. It it goes on and on and on. And how many people tend to just really um, just surf and surf and surf, not being able to make a decision? Some people actually just turn off the TV because they can't even um, make a decision. Because there's so much overload. I know for me it's easy. If it's if there's killing, if there's, you know, if it's gory or if it's uh, scary, you know, like those uh, scream movies or uh, I'm trying to think of the other one with the two girls. I can't remember which one it is, but the bottom line is, um, I don't watch those. So those are easy decisions for me to make, not to watch. Um. What about restaurants? How many restaurants do we have to be able to choose from? Now, if you're in a rural area, um, you don't have that many. There's a limited amount nearby of what you can choose. But if you live in a large metropolitan area like New York, Chicago, L.A., uh, Dallas, Scottsdale, I mean, there are restaurant upon restaurant upon restaurant. And do you find yourself going to the same restaurants each and every time? Or do you find yourself wanting to try new restaurants? Are you open to that? I would love to hear your thoughts. So if you could give me a call at 888-346-9141, I'd love to hear how you make your choices and whether you tend to choose the same thing over and over again, or if you try like to explore and try other other avenues, especially when it comes to dining or supermarketing. Do you try, try, you know, try new things or do you have food items or do you just get the same brands? Are you brand loyal? So let's talk about our decision-making approaches. You know, there's a, there's a list of six items. Now we may have to go to break in the middle, but I'll continue talking about this. The first is, your, do you make decisions based on impulsiveness, knee-jerk reactions? You don't even think about it. They put out three selections and you just, boom, the first one that comes to mind that feels right, you point and you take. Um, and that's the way you do impulsive decisions. You really don't consider your, the outcome of the decision. You just make your decision. What about compliance, which means making decisions based on what might be the most comfortable for you or the population, you know, the popular opinion in your house, in your workplace, where you just go with the flow. 
And that would be compliance. You know, you just don't really go against the grain. Even if you don't want to do it, you still go, okay, I'll, I'll follow the way. Which is also, then there's delegating. Do you delegate your choices? Let somebody else choose for you. Do you know that when you delegate your choices, that you're actually giving away your power? Not every single time, but if every time you're, there's a choice between a decision and you let somebody else make it every single time because you don't want to make the decision, you don't want the responsibility or the weight it, must, it might carry, you, you give a piece of yourself away. And we're going to come back to that part later. Do you avoid or deflect? Again, it goes with giving away power. And do you avoid or ignore making a decision just because you don't want that responsibility yet again? Many people do this. It's just their knee-jerk reaction. They avoid and deflect their decision-making options. So what about you? Do you do that? Do you find yourself doing that? Now, there's weighing your options and, and your opinions, your choices. You know, you really do analyze the pros and cons. You make that list. Yes, no. And you take into account all the information, which is wonderful when you're buying a big ticket item, like a house, a car. Let's think about weighing the options as we go to break and we'll be back in a couple of minutes to carry on with more comment conversation about the power of choice. Stay tuned. I look forward to seeing you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking with me in the show. I'm Marla Goldberg. I'm not only your host, but I'm your guest today. So I am interviewing myself. Um, I just want you to know that if you want to call in, this is a live show. The number to call in at is 888-346-9141. And I'm happy to answer any question you have. If it's about the topic or any other question, I'm here to answer this for you. I love being of service. So, you know, any way I can help, I would love to. So when we left, we were talking about weighing the options of choices, of your choices, of your decisions. And the sixth is prioritizing and contemplating your decisions. And that really, again, goes into a lot of thought, a lot of analyzation. You know, it's, it's let's say you have a honeydew list of things you have to do, supermarketing, dry cleaner, you have to run here, you have to run there. Well, do you run back and forth over 
you know, throughout town? Or do you make it so you stop at the furthest place and then come to the closest place to your home and stop that way? There would be prioritizing and thinking about your decisions. And most of us, we do use a combination of these six items. So I'm going to go over them in case you missed the first uh, five. There's impulsiveness, compliance, delegating, avoidance and deflection, weighing options, and prioritizing and contemplating. You know, most of us use a, a combination. But I will tell you that no matter what strategy we use for choosing, the fact is we all have the power of choice. And the choices that we make, the decisions that we make are a vital part of our self-development. It's a vital part of our self-love, how we feel about ourselves. A quote I use, which I, I coined, um, is that the decisions you make are a, are a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. And so I'm going to um, share with you about some of my background <laughs> and my bad decisions and how I can tell you that it does have a direct link to how you feel about yourself, how much you care about yourself. So in my younger days, before I went down my spiritual path, I really didn't have a lot of guidance. Nobody really taught me how to use critical thinking, how to make decisions. And because of the dysfunction in my upbringing, um, I really didn't have a great grasp of self-love. Forget self-love, self-esteem, self-confidence. You know, um, I portrayed a person who was highly confident and I would put that image out there because I didn't want anybody to know how truly how true how much I truly did not have any confidence and or self-esteem. I had no idea. Um, frankly, I didn't even have an idea that I didn't have the self-esteem or the self-confidence. But if you looked at the decisions I would make, you would say, Oh my God, what is wrong with this girl? Doesn't she see, you know, how her actions are affecting her life? And they did. Now, I believe that every experience that we have is a stepping stone to our personal growth. And in every experience, I look for an opportunity, a gift, or a lesson, or a combination of all, because it's not that succinct that it's just one of those three, but it could be a lesson and an opportunity, or the gift might be that you got rid of somebody in your life from this bad choice and now your life is better because you got rid of some toxicity in your life. And so, I, you know, I talk about this because it's really something that's not mentioned a lot. It's not spoken about a lot, but it's really important. And it, again, how you, the decisions you make, they are a combination of, um, they show, they are a reflection of how you feel about yourself inside. And so I'm hoping that this conversation will give you some fuel to think about how you make your choices. So I want to talk about looking at the brain activity while making decisions. Researchers predict what choice people would make within 7 to 10 seconds before they make them. And how do they know this? Because it's based on, you know, the people, let me step back. People think they're making this very logical um, choice. So they're really making a conscious decision. But what they're not aware of is they've already made their decision. Do you know that the majority of decisions we make, we make based on emotion? You know, like, do we, where we want to lose weight? You can have a salad. Or you can have a burger. The decision make will definitely affect your choice. And you may say logically, well, I'm only eating two meals, so I'm going to have the burger. 
But if the burger, that meal is is your whole calorie count for the entire day, was that really a good choice? No, but it was an emotional choice because your body craved the comfort food. And again, there's no judgment in this conversation. This is truly um, how we make our choices and how they affect us. So there are three types of decisions that people can use to base their selections. It's value-based, habit-based, or goal-based. So value-based. Well, you know, do you use a gasoline that might only give you um, 10 gallon, I mean, 10 miles per gallon? Or there's a better gasoline version, a cleaner version, that give you 18 miles to the gallon. That's a value base. Do you go and buy, you can buy the same thing at a major department store, or you can find a discount store that sells the same exact item at a less expensive price. That would be a value-based decision. You can also say, um, should I spend money on a luxury car or should I spend car on money on a non-luxury car? Value-based, what's the value? And I'm not just talking about money value, even though I've mentioned those as examples, but it could be based on the value of status. Some people might want um, the, the luxury car because of the status it holds, because they hold a position. So if you're a CEO of a company, and not everybody's like this, you may feel, I need to be driving that BMW or that Lexus or that Mercedes because I'm a CEO and I need to project that image. There are CEOs who drive Priuses, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's, again, a value-based decision. Then we go on to talking about habit-based decisions. And I mentioned earlier about going to the supermarket and picking up the same items. You know, do you get the same mayonnaise, the same ketchup, the same mustard? Or do you look for new items? Maybe something that might be healthier. Maybe something with less calories if you're on a diet. This is, you know, the same clothing brands. You know, there are people who are just brand loyal to clothing or makeup for the women, <laughs> most women, some men. Um, and you are very, you know, brand loyal. And that becomes habit-based. Um, also, working out could be a habit-based decision. You know, you have a habit of working out. Oh, okay. We have a habit of working out um, or you don't work out. The decision is, do I get myself in gear this day or don't I? And that would be a habit-based decision. And the next decision is a goal-based decision. And that's based on the goals you want to attain. So, again, we're going to use weight. Obviously, weight's on my mind today. <laughs> but, um, again, your decision about your goal of, of losing the LBs. So, do you eat that chocolate cake or... Do you take your sweet tooth and have something that might be sugar-free or lower in fat? And that goes into the goal-based decision-making. We have a call from Austria. Uh, it's Mike in Austria. So let's bring him on, and I'll continue more about the power of choice. Hello, Mike. Hi, Marla. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, it's... Uh all happening isn't it it's it's all going it's a very uh, interesting conversation that you're you're having here because you know it is all about choice isn't it and uh, you know i must tell you uh, speaking to someone the other day he, it's two brothers uh, and this story uh, i think was was thrown around the social media i'm not sure but uh, one of the sons was uh, an alcoholic and the other isn't and the guy asked him how come you're an alcoholic? And he said, well, you know, he said, I looked at my father and I copied him and said to the other son, well, how come you're not an alcoholic? He said, because I looked at my father and I didn't want to be like him. Um, so, you know, it, it is uh, uh, the power of choice, which is something that you talk a lot about. And uh, yeah, you know, we have to be the people that we want to be, don't we? We have to be that person, you know, rich people, 
top businessmen, it's not by chance, is it? It's because they be the person, they behave in a way that the person they want to be. And, uh, I mean, look at yourself. Boy, you keep rolling on, Marla. You keep rolling on. <laughs> I mean, it's like an a, a endless power supply you've got, you know. Um, and you keep doing it. You are the person you want to be. So, um, yeah, that's what I just wanted to say. Well, thank you. I love that story. And that story is so true because, you know, I, and, you know, having alcoholism in my background, not me personally, but, you know, my first husband, it's in my book, so it's not anything that I'm ashamed of. But, yeah, no. you have a choice of making the decision to follow in the path or not to. Yeah, and yeah. I thank you for sharing that. That was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're familiar with the work of uh, Dr. Emoto, you know, Messages from Water. And, yes. you know, he'll tell you, you know, if you're, if you're going to have that sweet cake or you're going to have that burger – Best enjoy it. You know, don't feel guilty. <laughs> that's that's true. That's a great point. I know I've been talking about diets, yeah. you know, and choices. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're going to delve into, you know, the, the choice of um, indulgence, fully enjoy it and make it worth its yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, as, again, as you know, if you start eating something with the guilt, which is, of that lower vibration, um, you know, it's actually in the fear vibration. It's not fear itself, but it's in that fear vibration. You start kicking in the chemicals of the fight or flight. Yes. That ain't going to do your, your digestion any good. It's true. It won't do your digestion any good. And yeah, fight and yeah. flight does play a lot into our lives and our choices. Because a lot yeah. of times we make choices based on fear also which is, yeah. um, a, you know, something we don't think about. Especially look at now, the last past year we had in Corona with co the COVID, mm -hmm. how many people have made choices based on fear? Sure. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, to yeah. do something or not to do something. Yeah, yeah. And also, you, you know, Marla, I found with, with this whole business this last year, um, we, we talk about masks, and I don't mean the physical masks, but you know people that we thought we knew we don't know because the mask has come down uh and we're seeing their personalities for what they really are um you know i think we've spoken before about you know your real true authentic self comes out when your back is up against the wall and you've got no other options then you reveal your character and i think uh uh, COVID has done that to a lot of people. And so we start to see uh, people who thought were vibrating at the same frequency and therefore friends and, and even uh, relationships no longer uh, can, can that difference be supported and, and people tend to go their, their own ways. And it can be seen as a bad thing. It can also be seen as a good thing. Uh, it just depends on your perspective. It's always perspective, isn't it? It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And, you know, when you said that, it, it reminded me of what's going on in the U.S. I don't know if you've heard the news about um, they had heard that there was going to be another another attack on the Capitol today. Oh. And, you know, the people who choose to, to go this route, it's it's like, so where did where did it become OK to do yeah. something like this? It's so, you know, it's OK to voice your opinion if you don't like what's going on then do it in the ballot box. Yeah. You know, but the sad thing is these people honestly think that the ballot boxes were fixed. Right. And, okay. and, and I, that's where it's coming from, right? Oh, you cheated us. But w there's no evidence of the cheating other than one person and, and their lemmings, I hate to put it that way, but that's what the followers <laughs> say, just yeah. repeating the same thing, that it was... Yeah. It was it was fake. It was, you know, it was a rigged election here in the United States. Yeah. And and now look at what's going on. And it's going to be interesting to see, especially with the shift with yeah. the energies, how mm. things are going to play out. Because the energies, I know we're diverting from the subject, but the energies make a huge difference. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, 
course, you know, my wife's American and I've got family in the States, in Connecticut. And um, so I do keep sort of one ear to what's going on. Um, but it, it's my view that this pain that America is going through at the moment is actually a rebirthing. It's, you know, starting over and we've got to clear out all the old energy because that can't be supported anymore with this shift that you're talking about. Um, so I, I think you'll see, um, you know, for religion, politics and, and business to survive, there has to be uh, in line with the new frequency, which is, from what I can see, all about truth. And if you're not speaking your truth, uh, then you can't, this frequency won't support any endeavor that you're doing. But in the meantime, we've got this sort of painful, painful uh, experience that we're all going through, not just in Europe, but uh, in America, but in Europe as well. Um, but, you know, it's going to be good. The shift is going to be good. The shift is always good, as long as the shift is in a, in a high vibe kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You no, know, I, I mean, think... I've, I've got no doubt about this, Marla. Sorry to, to interfere. You That's know, okay. I, I, I see uh, people now um, starting to come together in Austria. Uh, people who were really, really terrified. You know, if you didn't have your mask on and you was one point eight meters away instead of two meters, there was like, uh, you know, just outrage. But now people are being more relaxed about it. They're still vigilant. So the, the, what I sensed was there's a coming together of accepting people's different ways, different ideologies and, and so on. And I think that's important. And that's where the truth is. That's the truth that the shift, the new vibration is, is all about. It's true. And the new vibration, I'm, I'm excited for the new vibration. I think the people that are more relaxed now because the fact that the vaccine has been given to like here in the United States, they said one out of every 10 people have received the vaccination. And so like Texas and Mississippi both have relaxed all, all of the mandates right. um, and are opening up their cities or their, their states right. fully. Um, yeah. You know, it's not, I'm not a politician and I'm not informed about everything, but I know that I read, um, I was listening to the news where some people some some states are letting the restaurant or the business owners make the decision on how they want to run their business. So a lot of these yeah. big box places are, you know, saying, no, you still have to wear your mask. You still have to distance. We're not filling 100 yeah. percent. And they're, they're still following the mandate procedures. Hey, Mike, hang on a second. We need to go to a break. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a fucking long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My Fucking Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now... 
back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. Um, this is Marla Goldberg. I'm not only hosting my show, but I'm the guest to my show today. So we're having a conversation of the power of choice. And I'm here with my colleague and friend, Mike Cavalli. He's joined me on the phone. Um, I, but before we do, it's charity shout out time. So I do want to ask all people, you know, I have a lot of charities that I that I support, that I believe in, um, like Mayo Clinic, Pause Chicago. Um, I've got American Lung Association, the Cancer Society. Whatever charity resonates with you, that's the charity I would request that you participate in. Um, a new charity that I've been turned on to is called Kiva, K-I-V-A, where you can donate um but basically, you're lending someone money in a third world country. You can see, you know, most of them are women. And they, they pay you back so that you can reinvest with somebody else. And I found that to be such an amazing format to help people. You get paid back. Then you can help somebody else. And then it helps these women realize their dreams. So if you go to Kiva, K-I-V-A dot org. It can um, help so many people, and you don't even have to contribute a lot of money. It could be as low as $25. You get your $25 back and give that $25 to someone else, or you can add to that $25, whatever it is you want to do, but it's helping another help themselves, and don't we want to help have people learn how to help themselves opposed to relying on government assistance? Let's take charge of our life and make our life the way we want it to be. That's my belief system. So, Mike, Joy, welcome back. Are you still on with me? I'm still here, yep. Oh. Yep. So let's talk about your choices. How do you make, I I just have a question. How do you determine your choices? Are they impulsive? Are they value-based? Do you weigh them out? You know, it depends on the subject. I can be impulsive, uh, do something impulsively, uh, but it has to feel right. It really has to feel right for me to do something on impulse. Usually, I will weigh things up, um, but not to the extent of trying to cross all the T's and dot dot all the I's. You know, I, I... and then it, it really does come down to, well, that feels good. That feels I should do that. Or no, I'll pass on that one. Uh, so I'm not really um, an analytical person. I really work with feeling. And I've been doing that for, for quite a while. And um, it's kind of served me well. And, and um, if I start getting too analytical, Marla, then, then I get the old brain fog. And uh, the monkey mind steps in. And start saying to me, ah, oh, Mike, you know, don't do this, you know, keep the way things are, we're okay like this, you know, because the monkey mind just wants things to stay exactly as they are, uh, whether it's good or bad for you. So I try and work with feeling, which comes from the heart center. Um, and when you do, do this with a bit of practice, you get the right answers because the heart isn't a trickster. It's the damn mind. <laughs> It's a trickster. The, the it's mind. true. But, you know, you need the mind. In, in those fight or flight situations, you need that, that conscious mind to, to help you uh, make decisions. But, yeah, normally it's, it's feeling. And as you know, I work with, healing, with feeling and healing and energy and all, all of that. So that's how, how I work. It isn't a perfect world, um, but I've done okay from it, I've got to say. Well... And so if anybody, you know, if you've been following me, you know that Mike is a psychic medium based out of Vienna, Austria, and he's excellent at what he does. And we talk a lot about how we, how we deal with life, you know, how we make our choices and how we look at things and and how we want to resonate and how we want to um, show our, show up for ourselves and others in the world. And that's huge, because that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, 
I made uh, a decision at the start of all of this, Marla, this business that's going on a year now, and I try not to name it and give it power, um, but I made a decision that it wasn't going to get me down, that I was going to not only survive but thrive through it. And I've kind of held that thought all the way through. And yes, it's been a bit of a merry-go-round. Of course, of course it has. But through it all, I decided and consciously made decisions that I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to thrive through all of this. And, you know, once you get that firmly locked into your mind, that monkey mind will agree with you. And that's the position I'm at. And, um, you, you know, people come to me, I think now, because of this uh, outwardly projecting, everything's going to be all right, you know, keep the faith, raise your vibration, love yourself, be the person that you want to be, because uh, as you see yourself, you become. And then others see you in that way. So if you want love, you must be love. If you want happiness, you must be happiness. Because, you know, I think I've mentioned it to you before. Uh, ships don't sink because of the water that surrounds them. They only sink when water gets inside them. It's so true. the moral of the story is don't let what's going on around you get inside you. I like them. That is a great moral of the story. You know, and the yeah. other thing I want to bring up is that we're responsible for everything we do in our life, no matter what yeah. the external yeah. circumstances. And there's yeah. not one yeah. thing, and it goes along with something else that I always talk about, you know, that, that you know, what's the common denominator in all of your circumstances? Yeah. yeah. It would be you. Yeah. <laughs> or in this yeah. case, me talking about me, you talking about you, and and how, you know, when you're looking at it, you you do have to look at your decisions from a place of you and where you're at and how it's going to affect others. Because people, a lot of times, and I know I never did, I never thought about the domino effect on how it would affect mm. other people on some of the decisions I made. And I, yeah. you know, yeah. I have yeah. forgiven myself and have forgiven the circumstances, but it has taken work. <laughs> Excuse me. I am choking. Um, but, you know, we talk about self-love. So many people don't understand what self-love mm. truly is. And because of their wounds and their experiences, they don't understand how to get there, mm. how to truly get to self-love. Yeah, uh, it's, some people need guidance on this. Uh, if you've, uh, look, here's the funny thing. I was working with someone yesterday. I'll say the funny thing. It isn't <laughs> funny. Uh, but uh, their, their father passed, and uh, it was a very difficult relationship. It was an abusive relationship mm. with, with, for the mother and the daughter. And we connected with the father. And, and he, this is the, the key. He said he was never shown love in his life. And when things got tough in his life as a child, his family, his parents behaved in the way that he behaved to his children because he knew no different. Now, right. I understand as an adult, you know, you've got to take responsibility and say, okay, this, this you know, isn't right. But some people can't and, and they don't know. They're lost, completely lost in, in the program that they've been given. So we shouldn't judge them because we haven't walked in their shoes. Um, so, I mean, I've lost track of where I was, but <laughs> the, the, the point, as I always do, uh, I, the, the, the point of it, of it all is, is, is that, you know, we make choices. We have to live with them. This man lived with the choice of being abusive to his family, died. And fortunately, he, he come through and we was able to resolve all these issues from, from the other side. Um, but it, it's, it is choices, Marla, and, and somehow we've got to find the courage to say, I'm not happy with my life. What can I do to change this? That's the first thing, the intention. And, you know, again, we have all these sayings and somehow they get twisted. They say you know, oh, time heals. Well, it, it actually doesn't. You heal with intention, and that's just a matter of time. It's a completely different 
aspect, but you've got to have the intention there. You've got to have the understanding. You know, I hate my life. I hate what I'm doing. Why am I miserable? Why am I unhappy? What am I going to do now to change this? What do I have to do to break this program? Because it is a program, you know, and uh, it's not the person we believe we are. It's true. And here's the thing. When we become responsible for our own values, William James wrote this. We no longer have to struggle to make the world conform to our needs. Rather, we adapt our own values to fit the circumstances that confront us in the world. And that, I think, totally encompasses what you were just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That was brilliantly put. Yeah. I uh, wish I'd have. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have thought one. of that. It was amazing. <laughs> Mike, I thank you so much for being a part of the show today, for calling in and having this conversation. So everyone out there, Mike Cavalli is my co- my colleague, the, the other co-founder for the Global Consciousness Development Circle, otherwise known as the GCDC. This is the educational platform that we are putting together, and we will be launching soon. So please stay tuned for that. Um, I need to thank everyone at Voice America for all they do to, for getting my show up and on the air and, and all the patience and guidance that they give me. I'm so grateful for them. I'm grateful for Bridget, my assistant, each and every day, and I need to thank her over and over again for all she does and her level of patience and tolerance. I want to thank you, the listening audience, for taking time out of your day, out of your life, for participating in this podcast. I hope what I've shared has been helpful, informative, can give you some insights, especially in the way you choose. And maybe from moving forward, you'll look at choice a little bit differently and start thinking about how it affects yourself, your future, and affects others in their lives as well. I want to remind you that We have a GCDC raffle going on. We will have one raffle a week. We will be raffling off amazing gifts, like I said, products. Mike is going to raffle off his uh, session. I'm raffling off a session. So please look for that and look for my 30-day meditation challenge, which will start April 1st. So as always, I'm going to leave you, letting you know how much I love you and how grateful I am for you. And I'm sending you off with love, blessings, and gratitude. Stay well, stay happy, stay healthy. Take care. 